Gentlemen, children of all ages, today is Saturday, September 25th, 2021. I'm Lou with the American Branch of PNN. Someone's having a party near me. Fun. Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about the Evangelion episode 2 yesterday, but I, I just ran out of time with my episode. It hit like almost an hour long with just the Arizona audit, so sorry about that. But I think I condensed it a lot. It was like almost two and a half hours long, and I condensed it down to like I don't know, 40 minutes, which is pretty good. Uh, this episode, we'll do kind of just, I'll, I'll do a glance over poll, uh, talk about the front board, and then I'll look at the past two days of PNN Central, since I haven't talked about his site in a long time. And then I'll close by plopping in the Evangelion stuff I missed from the previous episode. So, there you go. Next episode, I'll probably talk about Evangelion Episode 3. We'll see. But that's the plan today, so we'll get right into the show today. Front board poll, what do we got? Um... Uh, more of that volcano shit, and they're using the flood, flood chan for some reason. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's, these threads are always like the, it's like the environmental happening threads, like either the dam's gonna break in China, or I don't know, whatever the crazy thing is this fucking month. Oh my gosh, there's like a Reddit ag, they're like, are LGBT, are gay bros, are coming out, are lesbian, actually, are bisexual, maybe you'll find yourself among people like you. Ugh. God, fuck Reddit. Cancer. Literal cancer. <laughs> White people, how does it feel to have your culture and history erased? <laughs> uh, surreal. <laughs> We got Arizona audit threads. Most of the shilling for the Arizona audit stuff has calmed down. I mean, just gosh, yesterday to today, if you can't tell the difference, you have no brain, no brain cells. I don't know, talk about like UK labor collapse, female soldier, female soldier gang raped by Afghan refugees at Fort Bliss. <laughs> Are you kidding me, dude? Oh, that's fu That's too good. FBI confirms to Fox News they've launched an investigation into the alleged assault of female U.S. military service member by several male Afghan evacuees being housed at Fort Bliss. Counseling and services have been provided to her. What the fuck? That's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, uh, uh, I mean, what do you say to that? They 
Afghan refugees raped one of our soldiers. <laughs> that's fucking embarrassing. That's that's fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> they're just they're friendly people. Let them all in. Give them free citizenship and <laughs> give them their legal child wife and you know just let them in. So stupid. This guy sh shows that DuckDuckGo wouldn't hire a qualified white man, but would hire a unqualified black man. Dude, that, you could sue them for that, can't you? I mean, that's pretty sure you could sue them for that. Maybe not anymore. Who knows what you could do now. Whatever the Jews allow you. Apparently there's a bunch of Britbongs queuing for fuel right now. <laughs> what the fuck? Odd. British gas lines. Weird. Oh my god, cheap gas. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna save $4 on this tank. Woo! Line up. Here's a post about Wendy Rogers and the letter signed by the 41 state legislators, which I will cut together. I know I said I was going to cut together the end of the other one, but I didn't have enough time, so I'll cut together at the end of this one. It was great. Wendy Rogers is awesome. Our politics is posting about Arizona GOP chair calls for new audit after Biden confirmed winner again. Okay. Biden wasn't confirmed the winner. <laughs> I mean, the paper ballots matched. Woo. Okay. Good, good spin. Good fucking spin. <laughs> we got black supremacist in Tulsa rally preaches it's time to kill everything white in sight as revenge. <laughs> yeah, hmm, fucking niggers. I'm very, I'm fairly sure that these Arizona audit result threads, where it says proof that fraud happened in 15 minutes, those seem kind of shenagly. I don't know if those are ran by Democrats or what. I don't really dip into those. Thread about that stone toss comic. There's a lot of threads saying the AG has confirmed he will decertify Arizona's electors. That is false. He has not said that he will do that. That is... I think that's misinformation being spread by the leftists. He has not confirmed that he will decertify the election at all. He has not said anything of the such. If you, I hear anything about that, you guys will be the first to know. <laughs> but I have not heard anything about that. Pitbull ban has been repealed in Denver. What the fuck? People will be able to own a pit bull for the first time in 30 years. What the fuck? That's... That's retarded. Okay, we'll go... We'll do the Pin uh, Central. Ponu Central. We'll start with yesterday's news. There's... There, I guess there was stuff about the Hunter Biden email thing, but... I don't know. I wasn't really following it. It's like, we already know about the damn Hunter Biden email bullshit. Uh, Costco limits purchases of toilet rolls and cleaning products and water as supply chain crunch and inflationary pressures hit. Yeah, uh, when I went to Sam's, they had limits for toilet rolls and cleaning products such as that as well. What the fuck? Hillary Clinton inaugurated as new Queens University Chancellor? What the fuck? Weird. Anything involving the Clintons is just weird. Chris Cuomo grabbed someone's butt, I guess. <laughs> Me to him. Me to him. French doctor arrested for throwing objects at bailiff who came to summon him over prescribing hydroxychloroquine for COVID-19. I could picture that in my head, like, Rah! I'm just throwing stuff at the dude. <laughs> like, get away from me. Biden could owe as much as 500000 in back taxes. Whatever, dude. He probably has millions and millions and millions of dollars from China. I guess Britain protesters block traffic at Port of Dover while they're already suffering supply chain issues. Hunter Biden sought $2 million annual retainer from donors to help get Obama Biden to unfreeze Liberian assets. Uh, ain't that quid pro quo? Pretty sure that's quid pro quo. Elon Musk and Grimes break up after three years together. I was going to talk about that yesterday, but I just ran out of, I didn't have any space for it. Yeah, that was cool. 
I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering when that was going to happen. <laughs> uh, hmm. Were they ever married? Hopefully they never married, so, so he gets some... <laughs> like, so she doesn't take any of his stuff. It's just, it just says, We are semi-separated, but still love each other, see each other frequently, and are on great terms, Musk told us. It's mostly that my work at SpaceX and Tesla requires me to be primarily in Texas or traveling overseas, and her work is primarily in L.A. She's staying with me now, and Baby X is in the adjacent room. So they're just, I mean, she's obviously like, I want to go fuck other people. And <laughs> Elon Musk is like, okay, I'm going to go put people on Mars later. <laughs> I think it's kind of like that. It's like, Elon Musk is working all the time. I mean, you probably don't ever get to be around him. Jesus Christ. Megan and Henry go to this Harlem school, and she's wearing like an 8K dress, designer dress. What the fuck? <laughs> Sad. The Harris View interview delayed? Host positive for COVID? <laughs> I don't even know. What is that shenanigans that were all around that? I guess she like went to go do an interview and then she wouldn't do it and they tried to do it in the back room or something. Like she wanted to do green screen? Who even fucking knows? What a joke. New Jersey YouTube star is charged with running one of the largest illegal TV pirate rings ever with two friends, which netted more than $30 million. <laughs> Dude, what? That's a lot of fucking money. Maybe you guys should have just got like five million and then said, okay, I'm good. And then just stopped. <laughs> you would have been millionaires and not at, you know, you would have been good. <laughs> but you gotta keep going, right? You gotta keep getting that moony. <laughs> Oh my god. Biden's latest refugee crisis situation is dire for 10,000 Afghan evacuees at Ramstein Air Force Base where 2,000 women are pregnant and 22 babies have already been born in 10 weeks. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, just bring them all into our country, start procreating. Sounds great. wonder how many of those were child wives. I wonder how many of those were children. How many of you guys think those were children? Okay, we'll go to actual, we'll go to today's news. Oklahoma dad brutally beats pastor 33 after staking out school bus stop and recording him inappropriately touching his nine-year-old son. Dude, 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 if I freaking, if I like stoke, if I staked out the bus stop and then recorded that shit, dude, that dude would be dead. <laughs> like, I'm not even, I, I, I can't, like, I, I wouldn't be trying to kill the guy, but like, I, I can't promise what would happen in that situation, <laughs> okay? I'd be very angry at that, you know, my dad <laughs> protection mechanism might kick in at that point. The police did not respond to whether the child's father was charged in the attack. <laughs> Dude, he better not have been. <laughs> Dude, I, f I feel like when that kind of thing happens, people go a little nuts for a minute and people get that. <laughs> okay, you don't, you're not thinking straight. <laughs> you're, you're in protection mode. <laughs> Guy's lucky he's alive still. Satellite image shows more than 60 container ships waiting to be docked at jammed LA port. U.S. supply chain crunch forces FedEx to reroute 600,000 packages a day and Costco to limit purchases of toilet paper. Yeah, that's weird. I'll post the images in my show. God, why don't they use actual fucking JPEGs? God, motherfuckers. Just use a goddamn JPEG. Why must I convert these? Why must you force me to convert these? This isn't the first time this has happened. Says no fuel shortage. Motorists queue for petrol across UK. Nearly 400 stations impose $30 limit amid unprecedented demand. What the fuck? What's going on there? Is there fuel issues? Weird. Fucking socialism. It's Brexit's fault. It's Brexit's fault. No, it's fucking <laughs> retarded lockdown's fault. They're gonna try to blame this on Brexit or some stupid shit. Don't let them. What the fuck? Minnesota school district slammed for asking students to play gay and transgender roles in relationships and Planned Parenthood sponsored program? What the fuck? 
you're the gay boy, you're the lesbian, and you're the lesbian, now kiss each other, and I'll record it. Fucking faggots. AOC torched over barely comprehensible statement attempting to explain present vote on $1 billion Iron Dome bill she opposes. <laughs> Because she just votes along party lines, dude. She does whatever they tell her to do. They tell her to vote yes, she votes yes, and then she'll say she voted no. <laughs> She's fucking bullshit. She wants to keep her seat. BLM leader in New York City threatens national uprising over racist vaccine mandates. Dude, that's... Please, BLM, do something. <laughs> I doubt you will, though, because your Bezos masters aren't telling you to. I guess not Bezos, but uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> the King Jew. What's his name? Fuck. Soros, George Soros, why can I think of it? <laughs> Fucking Soros, your leader Soros didn't tell you to do it, so you're not gonna do it. Right here, Fort Bliss, female service member assaulted by a group of Afghan refugees, and he has the laughing gif, dude, yes, exactly. What a joke. What a fucking joke. I would have shot him dead. <laughs> would you not have shot them dead? Dude, I guarantee you she had a fucking service weapon. Fucking shoot him. What are you doing? If some Afghan started touching me or even getting in my space, I'd shoot him fucking dead, dude. I'd be like, welcome to our country. Boom. Later. But, you know, I guess getting, getting psychology sessions for the rest of your life because you were raped might be fun, too. I don't know. Have fun with that. Okay, we'll move on to the Evangelion end of the show. Tomorrow will be probably an actual show. Check out the Arizona Audit episode that I condensed down. I thought it was pretty good. Anyways, here's the Eva section. Later. Now we'll talk about Evangelion episode 2. One of my viewers it informed me that the mine was was a N2 mine, which, standed, which stood for non-nuclear mine, which is cool. That makes sense because it was like a nuke without a nuke. So it's a... No an into mine and non-nuclear mine. Makes sense. Uh, so we'll get right into episode two. The, op uh, the opening shot was like the classic samurai show-off, like standoff kind of thing, where there's like one samurai on one side, one samurai on the other side. It was like that kind of shot. It looked really cool. They start by telling Shinji to concentrate on walking. I kind of got like, <laughs> you know, like a baby starts by crawling and walking, <laughs> you know, kind of more, you know, the umbilical <laughs> kind of references. You get indications that Shinji's pain is linked to the Eva when he, and he like, because he starts fighting the angel and the angel sort of like beats the shit out of him. And then the angel starts doing like a big O type arm javelin into Shinji's face <laughs> or the Eva's face. The you notice that the Eva is like bleeding like a human, kind of, like it has blood. So it's not all like metal and like a Gundam. It's like, it's like blood and guts, <laughs> but with machinery. Show like these, these, they look like brackets or nerves. They try to disconnect. They just talk about his nerves being linked to the, the Eva unit. And then it looks like there's some sort of flashback. It kind of goes like, it looks like a flashback almost, but it's not in the future. You're like kind of in the future, but you don't really know that. You're just kind of trying to figure out what's going on. You think it's a flashback kind of. It's kind of, it's done in the flashback kind of way. You see Shinji there. He says, I don't know this ceiling. And then the, that's the title screen for the episode. It flashes into the title screen. It's very artistic. It's very cool. That's the name of the episode. Then it cuts to like a round table of the Antichrist discussing how good it was that they invested in all these projects before this all went down, how it wasn't a waste. They're, they're like a secret society talking about how they want to keep everything secret from the public and the populace. <laughs> like the, the Antichrist is literally like a secret society in the show. It's great. Uh, they talk about how uh, Masa... Uh, the cleaning crews talk about how like angels evaporate so they can't quite collect samples. Or at least it's really hard to collect samples because they almost completely evaporate after they're defeated. The round table of the Antichrist talks about how... 
expensive th this whole project has been and how just the two EVA units that they made costed about as much, uh, equated to as much wealth as probably a, a small nation. So they are very, very expensive. They're bitching, the Antichrist is bitching to Dakari for <laughs> using his son as the first pilot, kind of. They're just giving him a hard time. They're giving him a hard time. They're like, oh, you gave this as a toy to your son, kind of like bashing him for like, oh, giving his son special treatment or something. They kind of, but he has no facial expression, doesn't acknowledge it at all. Instrumentality is mentioned and how it's the only, it might be the only hope for mankind. It like shows a plaque for instrumentality. Ray gets wheeled past Shinji in a hospital bed. They kind of stare at each other. And then Shinji looks down to the side, kind of like he's let down at himself. I don't know, it looks like he's let down with himself. But like later on in the series, we find out that he actually defeated the angel. So you start this episode not knowing if the angel was. You, you think that Shinji was defeated because the it, it cuts out, and you think that Shinji was defeated. So you're like, what happened? And then he looks at Ray, and he looks down like he's upset. So you you're thinking right now that Shinji got defeated in his fight with the angel. That's the that's the vibe I was getting. And he looked disappointed when he looked at Ray. Then it flashes to Masato talking to. Ritsuko, and she's saying how the biggest achievement of mankind is the triumph of science over nature. Masato and Ritsuko are driving with each other. <laughs> Why are they together right now? Why are they so close to each other? I think this is just kind of another nudge-nudge that they have a relationship with each other. <laughs> I don't know. Masato seems concerned about some sort of thing called mental contamination that Shinji might have, but Ritsuko seems unconcerned. Ritsuko seems unconcerned. Uh, Misato's portrayed to be an optimist and Ritsuko is a pessimist and she says this to Misato but she also says that she likes Misato's opinion on things because of that like Ritsuko knows she's a pessimist she knows Misato is a optimist and that's one of the reasons she likes getting her input on things kind of another connection that they're close to each other uh, Misato and Shinji run into Shinji's father and Shinji just like the elevator comes down like Shinji's going to use the elevator to go up to the next level his father's on the elevator Shinji just looks away and the elevator closes so basically he decides not to go on the elevator with his father <laughs> which is kind of strange so that's like the first time we've seen them even in the same room as each other and it's literally Shinji looking away and then his father going away without saying a word so very strange relationship Misato seems to be taken aback by it she's saying like isn't this odd that they're apart from each other kind of like again being the voice of the audience then you see Shinji and Misato taking the stairs up instead of the elevator. Basically, they're trying to assign Shinji dwelling space. They're going to give him like this entire section to himself. Shinji's like, "It's fine, it's fine. I like being alone." But he's kind of he's kind of like half smiling. But I think he's just going along with it. And Misato decides to she's just going to take him with her, and he's going to live with her. So she he has some company. Shinji accepts, and everyone says it's fine. It's in the upper echelon. Ritsuko is on a phone call with Masato, and Masato is like kind of joking with her and she says, I'm not gonna get with a kid. <laughs> and you know, and Ritsuko takes big offense to it, like it is not a joke at all, like she's really going to do it. <laughs> it's like, first off, why does Ritsuko care so much who Masato's getting with? Why is she not taking it as a joke? It, it just another thing to hint that they have a relationship together. <laughs> This is just the vibe I'm getting. You see uh, Masato and Shinji in town, and there's like a lot of people talking about the attack and how it's 
affecting their lives and you kind of get the sense that Shinji feels like it's his fault because he keeps looking down and like somber. Masoto takes him to this ridge and tries to make him feel better. Shinji says how lonely the city feels in a somber tone which kind of shows that he didn't really want it. Like, like you said he likes being alone when, he, when they assigned him his room by himself. Yet here when he's looking at the city, he's sad and he says it looks like it's all alone. So do you like being alone, Shinji, or do you not like being alone? <laughs> we know he, he doesn't like being alone, okay? He's just being a kid, but I'm just being facetious right now. And then, like, right when he says that, like, on cue, the city starts rising up back out of the ground, back to how it used to be. And it's like all amazing and majestic and magical. And Masato knew it was gonna. So Masato knew it was gonna happen. She took him here so he could experience it and get kind of uplifted. Uh, she says, "This is our city, the city you helped protect." So she, again, trying to uplift Shinji. And then she mentions to him how she, uh, she's new here too, even though it seems like she's not. She also just got here. They get to Masato's house. Masato welcomes him as part of her family, like, this is your home now, too. This is your home. He goes in there. It's, like, super messy. There's alcohol everywhere, like, a lot of alcohol, like, almost too much alcohol. Like, does she have some history, like, some bad history? Because there's some serious alcohol here. Uh, she has no idea how to cook. <laughs> They're both at the table, and she's like, she says, isn't this nice while they're, like, sitting there together? But when she says it, she, like, bends over, and you can, like, see her boobs, like, all hanging out. And then it does, like, an ash shot. So you get the sense that when she said, like, it's supposed to be kind of like a family. Like, isn't this nice being together as a family? Like, you're supposed to get that feeling. But then makes Masato look very sexual, which I think is done on purpose. But you'll see in a second. <laughs> Shinji is cucked into doing all the chores. They basically have this calendar and they do rock, paper, scissors, and uh, Mitsato keeps winning, and Shinji has to do like 80% of the chores. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's like a funny little moment. Shinji tries to take a bath, and then he runs into this pingu that like is in the bathtub taking a bath already, and the penguin comes out and goes into the thing, and like Shinji's freaking out about this fucking penguin, and he like runs out naked, and he's like yelling at it. <laughs> uh, Masato, like, it's funny because he's like freaking out about the penguin and pointing at him, and there's like this joke where the her her beer cans in front of his penis, and then she picks it up, and then there's like a toothpick toothpicks in front of his penis, <laughs> which is funny. But basically, he gets a boner in front of her once he realizes that she's watching him. Like he pops a boner, <laughs> and then he like runs back into the bathroom, and Masato comments on how. She just, Masato just feels bad about it, like like she caused him to get the boner, you know, like like maybe she was being a little too upfront about everything, like her feeling, like I don't know, like because <laughs> she was been in, like I don't, just she was saying maybe it was her fault that he got the boner because she's being too open or whatever. <laughs> she's like oopsie. <laughs> then we find out that Akari went to see Ray at the hospital, but he didn't go see Shinji, his son. So why did he go see Ray and not his own son? Kind of strange. We get we cut to we cut to Ritsuko talking with someone about this, like about Ray and piloting the Evas and how it takes a lot out of like I think Mitsado talks about taking a lot out of people or something. I don't remember, but there's like the Red Eva punching the wall. I think that's just foreshadowing of what's to come. It was kind of a cool shot. It was very cool colors. Then it cuts to Shinji sleeping in his room. We get a. Uh, shot of his the sign on his door and it says little shin's room which i assume is a joke at his penis size 
So we get Mitsoto kind of <laughs> poking fun at his penis, <laughs> you know, is just in just I don't know, it's more of that. Then we get Mitsado talking on the phone with Ritsuko, but she's bathing. So she's in a really sexual, personal position talking with her while the bath's going, and they're all just talking super comfortably. <laughs> I think yet, yet another sign that they had some sort of relationship. <laughs> Misato admits to taking in Shinji for some personal reason and to use him as some sort of a tool. We did, she doesn't exactly say what kind of tool she's going to use him as, like if it's for business, pleasure, to get ahead, to help him get over his uh, demons so that he can save them all. I don't know. They, she doesn't really go into it. She's very vague with it. But she says that she, she admits to herself, because she's kind of talking to herself while Shinji's in his room, she admits to taking him in for a personal reason and that she wants to use him as a tool and she's no better. She's just as bad as Ritsuko. Because we get kind of the vibe that Ritsuko's the, I'm going to do anything to achieve my goal kind of person. And so she's kind of saying, like, I'm just as bad as she is. I just don't know if this is sexual or business related. Like, maybe she thinks she can help him or I don't know. Just weird, weird that she said that. Then we get a flashback to where the episode started or whatever. <laughs> so I guess we weren't in a flashback. We were in a flash forward. I don't, know. I don't know. The whole way they do it is very cool. It's like, you're like, oh, it wasn't a flashback. It was a flash forward. <laughs> really kind of cool. Really cool use of time. Uh, they can't get Shinji out of the Eva. Masato tries to like abort because we we cut back to the fight against the angel and the Eva, and they're trying to get Shinji out of the Eva because it's it's beat the fuck up now, and they can't get him out. They're trying to break the nerve links or whatever and, and eject him, but it's like rejecting them. They won't let him do it. Masato tries to basically Masato's doing everything she can to abort the mission to save Shinji because she cares more about Shinji's life than the victory of the mission. Then they mention something about it going berserk, like. They mention the word berserk, like, is it going berserk? And then it's, the camera snaps to the Eva kind of like running forward, doing a flip, and it's like about to attack the angel, and then it cuts to Akari in his second, and his second says, it looks like we've won. And he says this like before the fight even starts, so you get the sense that like they kind of get what's going on, they know more than everybody else. <laughs> Basically, the Eva beats the fucking living shit out of it. And then it's and then like right when it's about to beat the angel, the angel realizes it's gonna die, so it like wraps itself around the Eva and tries to self-destruct. There's cross imagery in the explosion. It looks like a big cross. The Eva survives it, and it's kind of the same imagery as when the angel survived the nuke. It's very cool. Kind of a juxtaposition there from episode one. And then they start saying this is the Eva's true form, but we don't really get to see it because it's in the flames. And then uh, it cuts to Shinji, and he's like. We get to see what knocks him out and puts him in the hospital. And it's like he's in the Eva and the head like breaks off of the Eva and falls onto the ground next to the his cockpit. And he looks over at the head and the head like sprouts a vagina eye and it like looks around and it looks at him. And then he sees himself in the eye like like he's seen himself from the eye because he's like synced with the Eva. So I think it's like his head fell off kind of thing and he was like looking at himself and I think it just kind of fucked his brain up a bit <laughs> and he like went into shock or something. But anyways, the pussy eye made Shinji go into shock and that's what freaked him out. <laughs> the last words of the episode are hang in there, said from Masato wrapped in a wet bath towel. <laughs> so that's the final words of the episode or... Shinji's sleeping, Masato's sitting there after talking to 
talking to Ritsuko on the phone and saying she's using Shinji and she feels bad about it, she goes in there and she says, hang in there, <laughs> with the wet towel wrapped around her, while Shinji's in the fetal position. And that's how the episode ends. So, <laughs> pretty good episode. Uh, thanks for watching the show, guys. Uh, sorry it's kind of a long one. Hope it all gets cut together well. Have a good one. Bye. says here, Gunny, keep it short. <laughs> I did not sign up in 1977 and sign a piece of paper when I was 18 years old and take an oath to the Constitution, this little piece of paper in this book right here, to sell out and allow these commies to take over with a passive-aggressive way of, of conducting a civil war. Your vote is your birthright. It's been paid for by the blood, sweat, and tears of patriots past present and the future is going to maintain that you maintain that right and guess who never lifted a finger secretary of state katie hobbs so what happens we have to move it off site and then the hobgoblin wants to try to com complain and say that we are violating the what was it the chain of custody she should have stood up and done her job her job is to be supposed to be neutral on a situation like this. She's supposed to be protecting every voter, Republican, Democrat, Independent, everybody. She failed. She didn't step up. She didn't do her job. She should resign right now. And the Board of Supervisors, what did they do? They parroted the same gibberish. That level of contempt is unbelievably, outrageously unacceptable, and you should hold them accountable. This fight does not end right here. You heard Karen Fan, we're gonna refer things to the Attorney General, and hopefully some people will be able to be held accountable. Just wait, there's more. We shall not quit. We shall not relax. We shall not weaken. Surrender is not in my creed. Is it in your creed? Federal crimes. Pure and simple, the law says you nullify an election. Supervisor Chukri said that uh, he was, some of his colleagues were worried that if we dug deeper, that they didn't win their election. Isn't, don't you find it amazing how the lamestream media went completely dead silent? Their submarines, they're running silent and running deep on this one. That means two Democrat supervisors, potential supervisors, got disenfranchised and lost their election. Was it stolen? This is the corruption that's going on right now. If we have internet hookup, which is obviously confirmed today, that means we possibly have foreign interference. We expect that from our adversaries because that's what our adversaries do. They try to hack into a system. By the way, if they can hack a pipeline, they can hack this, right? We're born at night, but not last night, okay. But if there's domestic interference, that cannot be looked the other way. But if we find out there's domestic interference in concert with foreign interference, somebody belongs a freaking against a wall. Yeah. 
So they called us conspiracy theorists. So guess what? It's no longer a theory. We can prove. Prove that there was a conspiracy of a cover-up perpetrated by the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, the Secretary of State's office, and perpetuated by the lamestream fake news. Stay strong, stay motivated, stay vigilant, never surrender. Surrender is not in our creed. We're Americans, we never surrender. God bless you and prove you're not in higher value. What an honor to be here today. This is a situation of states' rights. We are states of the United States who gave the federal government their power. We're looking to you, Arizona. We're looking to you to find the truth of what happened in 2020. We will stay focused. We will persevere. We will hold those who are criminally accountable. I want to read you something. This is our new Declaration of Independence. This is our Manifesto of Freedom. This is going out publicly right now. And this was signed by 40 state representatives and state legislators, state senators, from around the United States. And I'm going to read this to you. And this is going to be a seminal moment. Letter from state legislators to the American people reference the 2020 presidential election. To the citizens of the United States of America, we the undersigned state legislators of the United States are vested with the plenary power by our U.S. Constitution, Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2, to oversee the election of the President of the United States. It has come to our attention from an audit of 2.1 million ballots in the state of Arizona, complemented by an in-depth canvas of votes in Arizona, as well as through multiple different data reviews of voting by independent experts, that our representative republic suffered a corrupted 2020 election. In addition to Arizona, Sworn affidavits have accumulated from many states detailing rampant corruption and mismanagement in the election process. Fraud and inaccuracies have already been shown through multiple audits and canvases in multiple states, as well as through lawsuits challenging the validity of election results in several counties in multiple states. We have come to the conclusion that all 50 states need to be forensically audited. Voter rolls should be scrubbed with a canvas of the voters to ensure future integrity of our elections. If results from these measures prove an inaccurate election was held, as has been shown in Arizona and is being shown in many other states, then it is clear that certification of many electors was improperly rendered in January 2021 of the November 2020 U.S. presidential election. We call on each state to decertify. Decertify! Decertify! 
call on each state to decertify its electors, where it has been shown the elections were certified prematurely and inaccurately. If it is shown that either Joe Biden would receive fewer than 270 tallied electoral votes or Donald Trump would receive more than 270 electoral votes, then we call for the U.S. House of Representatives to convene and vote per the United States Constitution by means, by means of one vote per state to decide. One vote per state to decide the rightful winner of the election in accordance with the constitutional process of choosing electors. This is our historic obligation to restore the election integrity of the vote as the bedrock of our constitutional republic. If we do not have accurate and fair elections, we do not have a country. Signed, Senator Wendy Rogers and 40 other state senators and state representatives from all over this country. God bless America.